are now listening to Steering Wheel Therapy with Uncle Vic, a podcast that brings you the reality of life. And now your host, the man, the myth, the legend, Uncle Vic. Welcome back. This is Uncle Vic. This is episode two. And today we got a co-host, my man, my mellow, my brother, Mike. Go ahead, brother. Introduce yourself. Yo, yo. Uh, my name is Mike Santiago. Go by the name of Mr. Miggs. Uh, well-known photographer in New York City, but more importantly, United States Navy Chief. Uh, yeah, retired. Well, I wouldn't <laughs> say that, but yeah, I'm gonna be retiring here in about another month or so. So uh, soon to be retired and uh, enjoy life. No doubt, you know, uh, a little thing that y'all might not know about me. I'm also a retired chief, but I retired about a year and a half ago. Me and Mike, you know, or Mike and I, <laughs> we <laughs> we worked together for a couple of years, and you know, we were going to talk today about uh, support circles, right? How you know circles of support? How do you feel about that, Mike? I'm saying, you know, we, I'm, I'm here to talk about anything, but like I said, my I found out my brother had a podcast, and I'm here to we here to talk, right? We have a we have a lot of knowledge. I think through our years of experience. Uh, prior to the military, during the military, and even after the military, there's a lot we learned, and so, you know, we're just here to give that uh, that that fruit out. You know what I'm saying? And 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 feed that to whoever needs it. All right, yeah, but l- let me fill y'all in. This is our uh, day two of recording this episode. The first episode, <laughs> your boy, your uncle Vic, messed up royally. Let him know what he did. Yeah, go ahead. You know, it, the kid was trying to please all of y'all and. With something that I thought you wanted to hear, and my my brother Mike re- reminded me something. So so here's what I here's what happened. We were, we were doing the episode, we were recording it, and uh, I, I like I know Vic, I know Vic for years, and so I know his personality, and I know you know I know the character, I know everything, and then you know I had to remind him that hey man, the one thing that you have to remember is that people fall in love with you, and people like you for who you are, for your personality, and how you are. The minute you try to switch that up and give them something different. Yeah, the voice was all changing and going yeah, high. Was, and, yeah. and then I remembered, man, we were editing it. My man was on some Hollywood shit. Like, <laughs> we're not doing that. I was like, yo, be yourself, Pop. You know what I'm saying? Let's get this done. Yeah. Speak. And, and, and it shall be heard. But, you know, it was one of those, like, I was just being a brother and just keeping it real with him and letting him know, like, yo, bro, that's not you, bro. You know, years, you know, years, for years I've been misusing a quote. You know, Shakespeare said, to thine own self be true. You know, and I'll try to sound all intelligent using it, but it, uh, what I really meant to be using was another quote said by somebody else who's probably smarter than me and most of the people that I associate with, was be truthful to yourself. Right. And uh, after listening to that track, I, I saved it just because I want to relive that moment when I start veering away from the true me. Yeah, I mean, this is, listen, this is, uh, like like I said, we all we all do different things and start new things in life. And so, obviously, this is one of, one of Vic's new adventures, you know, and, and, and things that he wants to, you know, continue to grow in and, and, and take it somewhere, you know what I mean? I did it before, and the same mistakes that were made, I made them, you know what I'm saying? And again, this is how we, we learn, you know what I'm saying? I, when I had my podcast, you know, I was trying to come with a different approach and it just wasn't me you know what i'm saying and so i passed that fruit on and said yo listen the way the way people 
want to hear you is the way they know you. You know what I mean? And so, you know, we're here. Day two. Check. You know, whatever they say. What they say? Uh, take two. Take two. Take two. Let's go. Let's go. So, you know, the name of the show or the podcast is uh, Steering Wheel Therapy with Uncle Vic. That goes because, you know, as a rideshare driver, I think a lot when I don't have people in the car. And I was thinking about that that moment of reality, of clarity that, you know, came through when we were talking together. And it reminded me about a couple of years back for a Christmas party. My cousin was throwing a ugly sweater uh, party and we all gathered up at her house and a friend of her showed up and he was wearing a dress. You know, and he, he and he was just having happy with life. He was fabulous. You know, that that's how he felt. That right? Escalated real quick. Yeah, it, it escalates. But you know, that's how life goes, right? Right. All right. But um, then the the rest of the male cousins started showing up, and this young guy or whatever he wants to refer to himself as went over and changed and put on some jeans, and he was just trying to settle back into somebody he wasn't. Right. I, I I said, I pulled him to the side and I started talking to him. I said, like, hey, man, uh, why did you change? And he was like, I changed because, you know, I didn't want to make anybody uncomfortable. I said, like, bro, well, you were comfortable in, in what you were wearing, right? And I, he goes, yeah. I, would be. I said, like, so why try to mask yourself and cover up for something that you find to be okay and be uncomfortable just to please them? So I'm like, yo, please yourself and make sure you're happy and then everybody is going to be happy around you. What do you think about that, man? I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Um, I, I feel like these days though, uh, although it's a common thing, people, uh, you know, no matter what they feel, no matter what their belief is, no matter what it is that they got going on, they still skeptical about how society is going to accept them. Um, but you got to accept yourself before society accepts you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like if that's what you want to do, if that's what you want to be, if that's, you know, I think that Many have paved the way for those that are still scared to do it. And, uh, you know, if they just take that courage and, and just go ahead. Listen, your family is your family. Those that love you, they're going to support you. You know, the ones that don't love you, the ones that fake love you, you're going to know who they are real quick when something like that comes about. And so it is what it is. <laughs> as long as you're ready to face that and ready to accept who's real and who's not. Yeah, because you can smell a skunk without seeing it. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm, I'm a thing. <laughs> exactly, but um, but yeah, you know, you that's when you're gonna really know who's who. You know what I mean? And and not only in those situations, but in in any situation in life, that's really when you find out who's your reals and who's your fakes. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. And so, if you ready to if you ready to face that and accept it, do it. You know what I'm saying? Because remember. What makes you happy is what's more important. You know what I mean? You you got to be happy. You got to make yourself happy first before you can please anybody else. Right. You know, a lot of people go out there and they try to please people, and they're not even happy themselves. You know, it's like they say, they wear that clown mask. You know, they're smiling on the outside, but they're destroyed internally. You have to remember that you have to make yourself happy. And if that's what makes you happy... Be and, you. And, and that's what's going to put you in your happy place. And outside of that, you're going to be able to... Do what you do and, and make other people happy, then do it. Right. Do it. Those that accept you, accept you. And those that don't accept you, then so be it. They ain't going to accept you. It is what it is. It is what it is. And it bees what it bees. All right, man. So let's scrub the, the original topic, man. What do you think we, 
and I should be discussing on this podcast. I today. think I think you know what's what's on the rise right now is is uh, entrepreneurship. Yeah, you, know, I ain't that, you look at you look at myself and you look at you and 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 this new uh, this new road you've been in, in this new journey in in podcasts. And so, you know, I ask you this, man: Why podcasts? Why 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 like why is it that you want to do what you do? In podcast. All right, here's a little story of how it all got started, right? I picked up a guy. He was going to the airport, and he's he asked me, so how do you like driving around and doing this Uber stuff? And I said, you know, it it's all right. It pays the bills. You know, it keeps me busy and everything. I feed these kids. And so, like, I listen to music, give good uh, steering wheel therapy to people. And he goes, yo, that sounds like a great podcast idea. You, you should move with it. And then he lit the spark. You know, and, and he opened my eyes to the, the what's out there. I mean, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that, that's honestly, if somebody would have told me that that was the name of their podcast, I would have, or, or that's that's what they do, steering with therapy. I probably would have thought the same thing. Like, oh damn, like that sounds like you should be doing that. You know what I mean? And so, so that's good. But now, what but, drives you, bro? What 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 do you? Well, you, hold on a minute, because you said that it was just. I I know it's not that one situation that decided, like you know what, I'm gonna go buy all this stuff now. And this is what I want to do. I feel like there's probably more behind the reason why you chose podcasting. Well, it's a good means to get out there and put a message out and have a whole bunch of people, you know, instead of one passenger at a time, you know, running in the car, you know, and. You said, you know, buy the gear and everything. But my boy Walt Huber in Arizona, in Oklahoma right now, I spoke with him last week. He, he taught me, yo, don't half-ass anything, man. Put your If you're going to put your heart into something, go all in. Uh, and that's the way you got to do it. See, me, I, I do photography, and you know that. Um, I think you, you've hired me before a couple of, of events and stuff. And, yeah. and photography is my passion. But what people don't know is my reason for photography. Like, why photography? There's so many other things I could have picked. Well, it might Why us. did I pick photography? You see, so photography for me saved my life. All right. Right? Photography saved my life because um, there was a time in my service, and this is, I'm going to say, within my last five years, where I began to endure a lot of stress. Uh, I would say PTSD, just a combination of different things, um, anxiety, depression at times. Anxiety is things, real, man. Th things that I didn't know how to cope with. And so when I first started experiencing it, I thought I was going crazy. I thought I had like a serious issue, right? Right. And so I had to find something that that would get my mind off of this this feeling, right? And so I tried everything. Vic, when I tell you I tried everything, bro, I tried everything to try to calm this feeling the one thing that worked was picking up a camera and going out and taking pictures around new york city and this is not knowing a thing about what i was doing this is going on youtube and learning and as you le went along and learning what a camera was and taking that camera and going out in that city and getting lost in the concrete jungle and just finding pictures and building frames and by the way if you're listening uh, my landscape page on Instagram is at NYMIGS, at NYMIGS. So if you want to print, hit me up. Um, <laughs> but 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 outside of that, but, you know, the, the real is that this is why I'm so invested in it because I have a great deal of respect of what 
it did for me, right? It, it started off as that, as like a medicine, as a therapy. And then it just became this passion where I, I'm at this point where I want to master it. I just want, I want to be good in every area of photography. And so for me, it saved my life. And so when people say, oh, why do you do photography? I try not to get into the long story because like I said, it's just a lot. It gets deeper. Um, but but that's what it did to me. And so that's why I say as an entrepreneur that's out there, for me, I had to learn how to transition from making this something that I just did as a hobby to something that I want to do and take it to the next step. Right. And so with that comes a lot. Right. So what what what, what are some of the some of the things you think someone needs? You, know, you could put that out. Like what do people need like, to be a successful entrepreneur? What do you think of some of the characteristics? First, you got to have the lo the lost of Damn, man, I'm sorry I just stuttered on there, but you just got to, this is something that's very passionate to my soul. You you got to lose fear. Everybody fears failure, you know. Take away the negative things that might come from everything that you're looking forward to doing. Because if you look at it like riding a motorcycle, if you're looking at the floor, you're going to wind up on the floor. You know, you just said something real, though. You just said people, are, are, they fear. They fear failure. failure, right? And what people... Well, I'm not going to say everybody. What a lot of people don't realize is that there is no success without failure. You have to learn right? from something. In in this business, and, and I'm going to use the Navy as, as an example because it's what we did, right? Right. Coming up in the years, I know that I've had my, my shortfalls and I've gotten in trouble throughout my success. But it all, all it did was make me a better person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every time I got in trouble, every time that something came up that I did wrong, that I failed in some part, just... Ended up making me a better person. A so learning experience. Failure is good, of course. Not all failure, but I mean, <laughs> but if you fail to if you fail to to be better, then then damn, then fail. You know what I mean? Don't be scared to fail. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's part of being successful. Failure is a part of being successful. You know, people look at um, chiefs, managers, or whatever have you that you do. As people who prevent failures, no. Those are people who are there to grab the failing moments, sp spin it around, and correct it, you know? Life without failure would be perfect, and we all know per a perfect life is yet to be seen. I mean, like, correct me if I'm wrong, man. No, no, you good. I mean, like I said... It, it when, when it all comes down to how how this all, this is how you envision it, you know. And so for me, I see it. I see it one way, and and the way I see it is the way I tell everybody, and it's the way I teach it and preach it. You know what I mean? Like, if someone comes to me and says, you know, what is failure to me? Failure to me is success, because when you fail, you've just became that much better. Why? Because you'll never make that mistake again. Right. You get what I'm saying? You'll never learn an experience. Exactly. You'll never make that. You know what? Like photography. People, you know, you know why I'm a good photographer today? And that's probably one of the first times I ever said that I consider myself a good photographer. I love that. Is because I, I lived off of the trial and error. I learned, I went out, I shot, I came back, and I failed. Right? And I would send my work to photographers and they'd be like, nah, that looks like like crap. <laughs> it's right? just, it's a and as and as much as I felt like crap. It, it was the real, though. I'd rather hear that than have somebody pat me on the back on a shitty photo. Oh, no. You know what and, I mean? And you're going to have those yeah, those wow. false supporters, you know, that they're going to be like, yo, yo, that, that looks cool. Or, yo, y'all sound so good. And then as soon as you turn your back, wow. the first thing that they do is, look at this fool. He thinks he sounds good on the radio. Look Listen, at this guy's this, pictures. This podcast you know? is just getting started. What people don't realize is that 
you know, as time progresses and you mold into this, this thing is going to be a lot better. Right yeah. now, it's just the beginning, people. Stand by. Stand by the stand, stand by. by. The material's coming. The content is coming. You know, Uncle Vic is going to take it to the next level. Now, you know, I might be a little heavyweight, but, you know, I've been told <laughs> you know, that out of these 220 pounds that I'm right. carrying, at least 215 hey. of them are all heart. And I hey. got heart to put into this deal. You're Dominican, bro. You, you don't carry them weight. You know I mean? We eat good. We, we eat, eat good. We eat real good. We as in Latinos, we eat good. <laughs> we eat really good. Yo, you know what happened to me this last Christmas, bro? What? I didn't have one pastel. I couldn't find any pasteles. Crazy. I, you know, I, you know how many I had this Christmas? Probably all of them. About two dozen. <laughs> <laughs> About two dozen of them things. I ain't gonna lie. This is the truth. When I got back from Greece, bro, I weighed two fifteen. Two fifteen. I got here to the states. I went to go do my assessment for this uh, uh, science naval instructors right. um, PT thing. Right. I weighed in at 239. Wow. 239. Upon with the heavyweights. Yeah, I left there and went straight to the gym and got a membership. All right. I've been there every day. Yo, let's, get, let's send out some shout outs, man. Shout outs. All right, let's go. Yo, all talk. right. Who you want to talk to? I want to talk to directly my nieces and nephews of UT. Out there in the University yeah. of Tampa. University of Tampa. Yeah. Ain't them the Spartans? Yeah, I believe so. The Spartans. What's up, Spartans? Yo, I, got, I appreciate all the love, and I love the fact that you guys are so responsible. You can stay away from the steering wheel and call me on the weekends using your rideshare apps. And That's the best thing you could ever do. For real. It's the best thing you could ever do. And if you're using that app, I tip my hat off to you. I know my daughter goes to UT, so shout out to her. And, uh, and yeah, if you guys are using that app, man, God bless. that. That's the best decision that you're making right now, especially those that are going to school studying to be somebody. Don't ruin your careers by not using that damn app. Trust me. Right. Now. Who else? Who else you want to talk to? Yo, that's my, my people up in New York. That's, you know, my family. Yeah. There's a bunch of y'all out there. Just remember, keep sharing and subscribing to the pod share. Make this a family bigger. You know who's missing right now? Bro? Who's, who's missing? Willie Cepeda. Willie Cepeda and Lola. You can't forget Willie without mentioning Lola. They're nah, like, I, I, I want Willie. <laughs> it's with Lola, man. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. With Lola Cepeda. <laughs> nah, Willie, man. Willie's a good dude, man. For real. You got to get him on the show one of these days. Yeah. He's, he should be doing he's, the he's transition a, he, soon. He's a, nah, he's transitioning. Nah, he's already on a terminal. Oh, man. Yeah, Willie's a stay-at-home dad now. <laughs> we should get him on the show. He needs to, you know. He come over here and he talking with him to us. That's like that. my guy right there. I love that dude. My guy. No doubt. But, you know, we got more topics coming to you in future podcasts, you know. I always like to keep it short and sweet, you know, that whole acronym that they showed us in the Navy back in the day. Right, Mike? Yeah, yeah, short and sweet, always. Kiss. Don't ever, don't ever make things any more difficult than they need to be, right? What they used to say, don't reinvent the wheel. Exactly, right. We, we can smooth it out, make it, make it easier. We want to do thirty minute sessions, but if they ain't nothing to talk about, what are we gonna sit here and do for thirty minutes? Now nah, we're just trying to keep people acquainted, you know, get them warmed up to us, and I'll keep it under thirty minutes. Listen, man, don't give me the mic because I could talk about topics all day. Of course, all I know day. you like the sound of your voice. Ain't even the sound of the voice. <laughs> I just, I just like to, I like to talk. I like to like, hey, let's discuss something. What we want to discuss, bro? What, what we gonna discuss? We got, we got ten minutes, man. Let's, All right, let's, let's talk about. You something. know what? I posted up something on on one of my Facebook and Instagram pages. You know, it was said something like, 
those who do not try tip their rideshare drivers need to catch a bad case of explosive diarrhea while they sleep at night. <laughs> Damn, but that's me then, because I don't ever tip them. <laughs> man, I, you know, you nah, got, nah, that, nah, that should I be do. a surprise for you. I do, I do, man. You know, I do, I do. My my whole idea behind it is... But just be careful when you wish diarrhea on someone. You know, it, it when they come back on you... I, I clean my sheets as long as they get to daily the it's, it's a matter of how long that shit's going to happen. <laughs> That's the problem. Nah, but people got to understand. Us people out there in the service industry, you know, if, have you waitresses, waiters, busboys, barbers, you know, we work with a goal in mind. Especially the rideshare drivers, we might go out to make a quick two hundred dollars and get off them streets because there's a lot of nut jobs out there. Mm-hmm. Right, that's true. So if you tip a rideshare driver because they provided you the service that you wanted, maybe you wanted to talk, maybe you didn't want to talk. Yeah. They give you good music. They give you a clean vehicle to ride in. They take you from point A to B safely. Don't be scared to tip them. You might. Make their night go by easier. They'll keep providing good service to everybody else. True. I mean, I mean, it's a service, man. And you know, just like you would go to uh, Fridays or Chili's and, and tip the waiter, you know, for providing you the service is the same consideration you should have from someone that's out driving at whatever hour, or whatever time of day to try to get you to point A to point B. Especially the waiters and waitresses, they work for most times for under minimum wage. You know, yeah, that's exactly what it is because a lot of their uh, a lot of their income comes from that tip, right? So they make sure that they smile, they provide, they take you your, your napkins, cups of water, cups of soda, and try to keep you happy. And you crap on them by not giving them a tip. Everybody in the service industry remembers two people: the good tipper and the bad tipper. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, when you're the good tipper. As soon as the servers or the driver sees you again or the bartender, they come at you and they will give you all the service and they'll try to be better because they expect, the, you know, they're hoping for a better tip. Not expect, hoping for a better tip. Exactly what it is. Hey, so, so here's my question to you. Since we're here in Florida and, uh, and the Buccaneers, you know, the Buccaneers are going to the uh, Super Bowl. The big game. We can't call it that, I don't two think. Two weeks. Yeah, we're calling it the Super Bowl in two weeks. Two weeks of Super Bowl down here in Tampa, Florida. <laughs> right in our backyard. No, we got to uh, call it the big game because the, they got copyright range and whatever. Listen to me. The Super Bowl, baby. We 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 not we not making no money off of this right now. We just saying that they made it to the Super Bowl. Yes, they right? did. Sure and enough. they're going to be playing this game down here in Tampa against Kansas City. Sorry for Kansas City. So I, I, I'm assuming you're going for Tampa Bay. Always root for the home team when it's your home team. So here we go. My question to you is this, and I know a lot of people that are, are, are listening right now have thought of this. Is Tom Brady the GOAT? <laughs> hmm, cricket. Is crickets. Tom Brady the GOAT? Um, does, does, does the fact that he left New England and came to Tampa, a team that was 7-9 and nine the year before, and he can take the same seven and nine team and take him to the Super Bowl the next year. Does that make him a goat? I think there's other factors involved. You know, he does bring a lot of good food in his resume. He has seven championships. Listen, I I, I will be honest with you. I'm a Jets fan, and I hated Tom Brady for many years because we couldn't beat him. Right. But I have a newfound respect for Tom Brady because. This man came to an organization that was a losing organization for some years. 
mm-hmm. took them to the Super Bowl, right? Took them to the Super Bowl. They was they were a losing organization. Right. They, they weren't a winning. And everyone says, well, we didn't have the right quarterback. Okay, so what does the, the right quarterback do? He comes in and he takes you to the Super Bowl. He was the missing piece. You can't say that that guy. Now, my, my thing is this, though. Yeah, but, you know, remember the old adage, though, bro. It's like offense wins games, but defense wins championships. But here's my thing, though. Listen to me. What they said was, you put any quarterback in New England with the team he has, and any quarterback would go to the Super Bowl. And the New New England Cheats, I mean Patriots. And they took out Brady, and they put, uh, (laughs) what was his name? Who cares? He didn't do anything for them. The Panthers. What was his name? The guy that was with the Panthers. Uh, And um, Cam? Yeah, so they took Cam Newton, they put him up there. And they went on a seven and nine season, I believe. It was a losing season or six and something, right? Well, it Bill, was, it Bill was, couldn't cheat like he'd been cheating before. Well, this year. It wasn't cheating. <laughs> it, what it was was Tom Brady, man. It was Tom Brady. It was Tom Brady. Right. Because I'll, because the year before that, when they won the Super Bowl, right, the Patriots, you look at the Tampa Bay team then, and they didn't have nobody. They, who did they have that was throwing the picks down here? Oh, yeah. And how can you go for 600 yards in a game oh, man, and lose it? Tom Brady's the GOAT. Mm. Tom Brady's the GOAT. I'm sorry. Eli Manning ain't that dude. But, and I'm only saying that because you a Giants fan, and I know you got somewhere down inside of you some type of love for the Eli. Oh, no, I love Eli. Yeah, you know, he, Eli ain't that guy. At the end of the day, Eli showed up the two times that he needed to against Tom nah, Brady. he needed to show up every season that he was there, and he didn't. Well, but, you know, he kept yeah. the, the rivalry going against New England, and he hurt your boy. He, he, when he was going 16-0, and 0, he left there 16-1 and 1 because he lost the most important game of that season. Listen to me. And the Giants prevail. Listen to me. Go Giants. This coming. Tom Brady is the GOAT. Championship game. I would wish the Bucks the most luck available, even though they do have the GOAT. That's what you wanted to hear? Tom, Tom Brady's the GOAT. He's the All GOAT, right? baby. <laughs> all right, you got him. You got me. He's the GOAT. Brady's the GOAT, man. Hey. You know, the greatest baseball player of all time wore Yankee uniform and won 10 championships. Yes, Yogi Berra. Who? Yogi Berra. We are not going to talk Yankees, bro. I'm so <laughs> Okay, sorry. I'll wait till April till we go and I have a, our not, baseball season. We are not doing the Yankees. Discussion. Here, yeah. I, I, listen, I would talk basketball. I would talk football. But I will never sit here and discuss Yankee and Mets, bro. We're not going to argue that. You know, you know I'm going to give you I'm going to give you credit. I'm going to give you a credit. You, you, you know baseball. You know it very well. But I know Yankee baseball. Anyways. That's fine. <laughs> hey, hey, you can, you can know it all you want. Yeah. I, uh, hey, I, I can tell you what, though. Your Knicks don't look too good. Oh, man. They're never looking good, but then they go to the postseason. On that note, baby boy, we up on this. I appreciate you coming down. Put in a plug again for your website, for your photography sessions, brother. Yeah, yeah. My page is uh, NYMigs, at NYMigs on Instagram, and uh, at Mr. Migs, M-I-S-T-E-R dot M-I-G-S. Those are my two pages, so uh, go ahead and click follow. I'll follow back. Let's get this work. All right, and don't forget to follow and share Steering Wheel Therapy with Uncle Vic. The website's coming up, but we are on Apple Podcast, and we also are on Spotify. I love you, y'all. Take care of your uncle. Don't forget, take care of your bartenders. Take care of your waitresses. Take care of your dancers. And also, take care of your rideshare app drivers. God bless y'all, and have a good one. 
See you in the next time.